welcome back to the podcast. We are about halfway through the season, the 2021 season, I think. Uh, and so that means I am long overdue with the draft grades for each user team. So we're going to do that on today's podcast. Uh, we will also start in on development traits. Uh, everybody's been submitting those. And uh, like I said a while back, I'm not going to cover those the way I have in the past. I'm not going to cover every single one. Um, as they come along, I will try to cover the ones that are interesting. Um, but what I'm going to do is, since everybody's got brand new teams, I'm going to go team by team, and I'm just going to do two at a time for each podcast. But I'm going to go team by team and go over the X factors and the superstars that everybody has, um, just as kind of a primer for uh, this franchise. And then as they change, I'll just talk about the ones that look to be a little bit interesting. Um, but so uh, we'll save that for the end. We'll get to the Bengals and the Chiefs uh, on the superstars and X factors. We'll get to them today because uh, we need to talk about the Chiefs a little bit in that regard. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, first up are the very first draft grades. If you've never listened to the draft grades before, uh, then what you need to know is these are scientifically uh, determined via uh, very high-tech algorithms and formulas and maths. Um, and these have been developed by experts, so you can't argue with them because they were developed by experts, and you have to trust the experts on these things. Uh, so this grade is law as far as uh, how you did in the draft. Um, and I'm just going to go team by team. I'll give my thoughts, and then I'll give the grade that each team got. And we will start, uh, as always, because I think I'm just going to go alphabetically every time. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the Bengals. Now, the Bengals uh, had traded away a number of picks for offensive linemen. They traded for Chase Young. They'd given up a lot of their early round picks. So they picked first in the third round. Uh, they, they weren't the first pick in the third round. That was the first time they picked was in the third round. Um, and then I don't think they had a fourth either. And then uh, a few picks later. Uh, only three players worth talking about. Uh, Jimmy Duvall, I believe, was the first pick that they took. He was that third round pick. Uh, defensive tackle, uh, I think he started at a 71 or a 72 overall. He's up to a 74. Uh, normal development trait. Uh, but that's a good value pick in the third round. He is playing. Uh, quite a bit on that Bengals defense, um, and, and will contribute. So when you don't have a first or second round pick, it's still good to get contributors in places. Uh, later on, they got defensive end Kerry Smith, 69 overall, uh, later round pick. He was a good value pick. He's playing some, not going to wow anybody. He's also a normal development trait. And then Calvin Palmer is a 69 overall uh, halfback. Uh, bigger back, kind of a, a power back, I believe. Uh, hasn't been playing any, um, but that's a pretty good value pick. They probably need to get him on the field and see what he can do. So not a lot to grade there for the Bengals. You can only really grade a team on what they picked, uh, you know, with what they had. Uh, and you can maybe factor in the trades and if they were smart or not. But uh, when we factor all that in, uh, the Bengals did a pretty good job with what they had. They get an A-. Moving on to the Chiefs. 
the Chiefs with this draft, um, I don't remember where they were picking uh, all these picks, but they had a fair number of draft picks and uh, got some some good value picks and some just real solid um, blue chip type of picks. So one of the early draft picks, Keontae Davis, uh, I believe was one of the highest rated players in the draft at defensive tackle. He's currently a 78 overall defensive tackle, got 91 strength. Uh, decent quickness, really good pick there. Uh, he he should be playing and playing right away for the Chiefs. Uh, should turn out to be a pretty good player. Uh, Khalil Bolden at corner is a currently a 71 overall. He's got 93 speed, um, so that's pretty good for a corner. You want him to be about that fast. And he has a hidden development trait uh, as a rookie, and those were really hard to find this year. Uh, not very many of us did. Uh, and the Chiefs got one here with Bolden. Uh, I will say, looking at his player card, now that I look at this, I'm not entirely sure they drafted him. I think they may have traded for him. Uh, but looking at his player card, uh, he's only played 26 snaps. Uh, I'm only going to say this once. I think everybody should know this by now. Guys, if you've got a rookie with a hidden development trait, you need to get him on the field. Uh, it may even mean that you got to bench one of your starters. You got to get him on the field and get that snap count up, because uh, he's going to develop quicker that way, and you'll get him revealed and all that. So anyway, Khalil Bolden, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if they drafted him or traded for him, um, but a good rookie on the team there. And then Tyler Savage at receiver, 70 overall receiver, 94 speed. He's got all the quickness traits you want. Um, he's a little small, five foot nine. And a normal development trait, he did have a draft story that made you think maybe he would have a hidden development trait, but he, he does not. But a decent player, and if they develop him, uh, he's going to turn out pretty well. So I liked that pick. Um, let's see, they drafted a kicker. Nobody cares. Uh, tight end, Dustin Tucker. Uh, this is a 71 overall rookie tight end. He's got 81 speed. Uh, looks like pretty good all-around tight end. He's a possession uh, tight end, so he should be good at a lot of different things. Uh, 71 overall, he's also a hidden development trait. So that's really nice. Little gem there for the Chiefs. And perhaps one of the best picks in the draft, uh, Tyler Torres at center. I believe they got him late in the first round. Uh, 77 overall center. And he has revealed already as a superstar. So big deal there. He was a hidden development trait, revealed as a superstar. Those superstar offensive linemen are awesome um, because they're the only position you're not going to be able to boost up to that level. You got to have them just starting there as rookies. So uh, that was a great pick for the Chiefs there. Um, the Chiefs, because of these great picks, got an A. On to the Dolphins. The Dolphins had traded away pretty much all of their picks. I, I think all of their picks for basically the next two years. Uh, last year, uh, part of that was acquiring Lamar Jackson. Um, I think they mainly just wanted him because he's on the cover of the game. Um, so far, it's unclear if they really know what they have there uh, with Lamar Jackson. But anyway, uh, they did recoup some of those picks. I don't remember how many, but they got a very early first round pick. It might have been the number one overall pick. As I look at his salary, I, I think that's probably the case. Um, 
But anyway, the Dolphins, with that high pick, took Darnell Vickers, who was the fastest player, he's a receiver, fastest player in the draft, one of the fastest I think we've ever seen in a draft. Uh, and that's going to fit them well. Obviously, they're going to know what to do with him, and they're going to develop him, and he's going to be scary. Uh, he's up to 82 overall, 98 speed, and 92 acceleration, 93 agility. Uh, you know, his catching is going to improve with time. Um, not, you know, up to 99 like we expect it probably will be. Uh, but really great pick there for the Dolphins. That's going to work out for him. Um, and that was early in the draft. A little later, they got left guard Aaron Hartman, 73 overall, currently uh, left guard. So he's developing uh, nicely. That's about as good as you could do in the offensive line in this draft. Uh, he's a normal development trait, uh, so going to develop kind of slowly, but a decent pick there. I, I don't know where they picked him, um, but he's probably starting. And then Maurice Johnson at running back. He's a 70 overall. I uh, got 90 speed. I believe he was perhaps rated as the fastest running back, according to Combine uh, results. His speed is 90, so probably not what the Dolphins were hoping. Um, but, you know, a good little change of pace back. He can mix into the backfield rotation if they have a backfield rotation. And that's all I'm seeing for the Dolphins. At least that's all I'm seeing that matters. In fact, I think those are the only three picks they had. So a uh, really good pick with the receiver. The other two picks are uh, all right with Hartman at left guard. There's a starter. Maurice Johnson, I don't know if he's going to turn into a player for the Dolphins based on how the Dolphins play, um, but he could. So I'm seeing two players that make an impact there, one of them that makes a big impact, one of them that may not be on the team all that long. So the Dolphins get a B. So now we go to the Falcons, and there's a little bit to talk about here. Um, one of the better players, I, I can't, I don't remember where all these people were picked, uh, and I didn't document it, um, but one of the better players they picked was Matt Smith at free safety. He's a 77 overall free safety. Uh, speed is 88. And so, you know, high overall here. It'll probably help with simulation. Uh, the Falcons are good at simulating wins. Uh, but when you think about uh, who they have to beat to get to the Super Bowl, it's probably going to end up being Washington. And they have speed all over the place. So that 88 speed uh, free safety kind of becomes a liability, uh, at least in those particular games. Although speed is a little harder to get over the top of the defense uh, on all Madden mode, it looks like. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. But uh, I'm not impressed with the speed. Uh, he looks like a solid player. Um, so, you know, kind of I'm, I'm a little down on that pick. Uh, Matt, S Matt Smith at free safety. Uh, they also took George Hurst at defensive tackle. Uh, he's a 71 overall. Looks like a guy that can uh, mix into the defensive line rotation. Not going to be a star right away. Uh, Pat Avery at receiver. Uh, 72 overall receiver. Got 93 speed. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know if he's really going to play any um, because... He's behind a bunch of guys on the depth chart like Jalen Rager and Tyreek Hill and a couple other fast guys. Um, 
So if they wanted to develop him, could probably turn into something good. Uh, but I doubt he's going to play. Uh, ben Page at left outside linebacker. I thought this was a pretty pretty highly rated uh, guy in the draft. Uh, he's a 71 overall, so nothing spectacular there. Uh, only 78 speed, uh, depending on how they're going to use him. If he's a pass rusher, that's probably fine. Uh, in any other uh, setting, that's not going to be a real useful uh, linebacker. If he's going to be a coverage linebacker, he's not real useful. So, so-so pick there. And then the big one to talk about uh, that I believe they used a first-round pick on is Tyrone Fowler, uh, the halfback. This is the Heisman-winning halfback, and he's a hidden development trait. So um, you'd think this would be a – he's currently 79 overall. You'd think this would be a, a pick that's really going to boost their grade. Uh, 91 speed, 91 acceleration, uh, got a lot of good traits as a runner. Here's the thing. Uh, they already had James Robinson, uh, who just became a superstar tailback. He's up to 91 overall, um, uh, which is fine. Um, but you got to have a plan here. So if the Falcons' plan is trade away Robinson, develop Fowler, Okay, that's a plan. If the plan is uh, let's create this two-headed uh, two monster, you know, monster uh, backfield where we're using them both at the same time in shotgun formations or uh, we sub them in and out and keep them fresh, um, that's a great plan, and it's a, it's a good pick for that plan. Um, but the plan that doesn't make any sense is to draft the Heisman winning player and then put him on the bench and not play him at all. Um, looking at his, he, like I said, he's a hidden development uh, trait guy, 180 snaps, and we are halfway through the season. Um, so I, I, he is playing. Um, he should probably be playing more. And, and I do know that he, uh, at least for a lot of the season, he's not been on the field. He's not been on the top of the depth chart. And he could have been used in user games, and he probably would have been more effective in user games because he is uh, five points faster. So the Falcons are actually going to get dinged in their overall draft grade uh, for drafting this guy and then not really using him. And on top of that, James Robinson has 86 speed uh, for a halfback. Um, that's tough. Uh like, you want to use a guy like that, but, man, the way we play uh, and the defenses you're going to play against, 86 is slower than pretty much every linebacker on the opponent's team uh, if you're playing Washington or somebody like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it's tough to see why James Robinson is still uh, the starting running back in Atlanta when they draft the Heisman-winning uh, halfback there. So uh, that's going to hurt a little bit for the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, for their draft class, uh, let's see, they did get the pretty good free safety, got some decent depth in some places. Uh, the Falcons get a B-. minus. So next up is the 49ers. Whew, still a few teams to go. Um, and I, I, I like the 49ers draft. Um, uh, let's see. 
Grant Bow is the first guy I'm looking at. He was not their uh, earliest pick, I don't think. Um, but he was one of their better picks. He's currently a 72 overall middle linebacker. Uh, decent speed, 84. A lot of other good movement traits. And a hidden development trait. So uh, get him on the field and get him going immediately. And I think he'll develop into a good middle linebacker. And that's what the 49ers are working on. Um, I, I know that was a player that several other teams were hoping were going to fall to them a little later than he did. And so uh, the 49ers grabbed him at the appropriate time. And that's a really good pick. Uh, they've already got Patrick Queen out there. So uh, hopefully they're doing you know, whatever depth chart manipulation they need to do to get Grant Bow on the field with him. Um, but that's, I thought, that was one of the steals of the draft, really. Uh, let's see who else they got. Taekwon Gathers at free safety. Uh, he's 69 overall, 87 speed. Eh, that's what I think of that pick. Uh, Chance Bulla at defensive tackle. Uh, he's at least decent depth. Uh, if not playing, um, uh, let's see, 89 strength. He also got injured. That's too bad. Uh, 71 overall. So as a rookie defensive tackle, 71 overall is about what you expect them to usually be. Uh, and hopefully can develop into something else or, or something more. Uh, Mark Northcutt at left tackle, uh, about what you'd expect for a rookie left tackle, 71 overall, uh, really good movement traits for a tackle, um, so he's probably an agile uh, type tackle, I'm guessing. Um, if he does not develop into a solid starter, then he at least will be decent trade bait later on. Um, so that's a, a nice pick there for the 49ers. And then Jacob Cruz at right outside linebacker, another player that I think some other teams were hoping would slip to them, and the 49ers got him. He might be a little disappointing here, I believe he, yeah, I don't remember if he did. He might have had a, a um, draft story, but he turned out to be a normal development trait. Right now he's a 70 overall, and, and that's it. Um, but a lot of good tools here. 85 speed, 87 acceleration. That's, um, that's a lot of good speed rusher tools, uh, which he is a speed rusher. So they can get him on the field, try to get him some easy sacks. Um he should develop quickly, and I would not be surprised to see him jump up in development trait uh, once or twice in the next couple of years. So I think Jacob Cruz is a pretty good pick there. So two pretty good linebackers picked by the 49ers, um, and then some other stuff, decent offensive linemen there. Uh, the 49ers draft grade is a B plus. So lastly, ooh, I'm getting tired, uh, the football team. Wait, you don't know who I'm talking about because I said the football team? Well, that's just too bad. That's the way it is. Um, is that stupid? Yes. Yes, it is. But that's what they're called, the football team. So uh, they were picking very early. Maybe they had the number one pick. I think they did. Um, and they took middle linebacker Aaron Rushing. Uh, and of course, a very highly rated prospect. Uh, and he's a good player. He's 77 overall. Uh, I think they, Washington was really hoping he was going to uh, turn out to be a hidden development trait. He did not. Uh, but still an excellent football player. 
91 speed, 91 acceleration for a middle linebacker, and that's gonna uh, he's gonna pair with Roquan Smith and their three four. Um, yeah, that it's a you know other than the hidden development trait, that's a home run pick there. Other than the lack of hidden development trait, it's a home run pick. Uh, and then they got their presumably uh, quarterback of the future, Josh Reed. Uh, he's up to 75 overall. Uh, pretty decent player here. Let's see. Uh, let's check him out. 80 speed. Not really a scrambler, but he can move, you know, if there's nobody around. Um, throwing attributes. 92 throw power, and then all of his accuracy traits are 83 or 84. Um, so definitely a lot to work with there. He's also a normal development trait. Uh, it's hard to find those hidden guys anymore, it looks like. Um, but he should develop pretty well, especially if they can get him up another development trait, then he'll be well on his way. Uh, Connor Freeman at halfback was another pick. Uh, pretty good pick. 70 overall. Normal development trait. Uh, does have 92 speed, so was probably the fastest halfback in this class. Um, and, you know, this team likes their, their fast halfbacks. Uh, so they're probably playing him some. They'll be able to use him a little bit. And then there were a couple more picks. Where were they? Here we go. Uh, nice little steal for them. Uh, Steven Martin at corner. Uh, 93 speed, 94 acceleration. Uh, only 83 agility, so uh, run double moves on that guy. Uh, not that that works anymore. Uh, but he was a hidden development trait and revealed as a star. Um, so hidden development trait defensive back is always a nice pick. And then got another linebacker, an outside linebacker, R.J. Barnes, at right outside linebacker, 84 speed. He's a normal development trait, 71 overall, that's fine. Uh, Barry Newberry at, <laughs> that's kind of a, Barry Newberry. <laughs> anyway, he's a defensive tackle. He's a 71 overall defensive tackle. Uh, that's fine too. He'll mix in there on the defensive line. Not going to help their pass rush, which is um, not great at this current time. Um, but, you know, he can mix in there and maybe help stop the run a little bit and, and maybe they develop him. Looks like they also took a fullback. Uh, we don't usually talk about fullbacks because they don't matter much. Uh, but the rest of those picks, pretty good picks. Got their quarterback, got a stud middle backer, uh, got a hidden development trait corner. That's a pretty good draft for... Uh, the football team, they get a solid A. So let's real quick, let's hit some uh, interesting development trait news. Uh, today we're going to cover the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, just tell you, you know, who their, their best players are, kind of, and, uh, you know, what they can do if it's interesting at all. So for the Bengals... Uh, they have two X-Factors and a handful of superstars, eh, two or three superstars. Um, top of the overall ratings for them is Michael Pierce at defensive tackle. He became a superstar last year. He's a secure tackler, and he's a double or nothing, which means uh, he must spend double the pass rush points uh, to perform a move but are granted dominant wins. Um, and that's kind of, that's 
kind of a cool ability. It's kind of interesting. Um, the pass rushing system has been completely overhauled this year, so that should probably be something I cover in a podcast in the future. Uh, maybe I'll do that next time. Um, but uh, you use little, basically currency, to perform pass rush moves, and then you kind of combat that with offensive line, um, immunity to those moves, and things like that. Uh, we'll talk about that in the near future um, and how it affects the game. Uh, but that's a nice ability uh, there for Michael Pierce. Uh, Jamal Adams at strong safety. He's got the reinforcement ability, which is, what is it? Uh, when he's in the zone, he defeats run blocks and disrupts catches better. Uh, he's an enforcer, um, so he doesn't allow broken tackles when hit-sticking, uh, which is pretty cool. And a flat zone KO, so in certain areas of the field, basically in the flats, he's got a higher likelihood to break up passes. And then Chase Young, uh, 22-year-old Chase Young, is a X-factor. He's a fearmonger. Fearmongerer? No, fearmonger. Uh, when he gets in the zone, he's better at intimidating quarterbacks and stuff like that. He's also a speedster, so he uh, he ignores a little bit of the resistance when attempting speed pass rush moves. Um, so uh, that's pretty good for him as a speed rusher. Uh, should mean he gets to the quarterback a little bit more often. Uh, what else we got? They got stars in Austin Eckler and J.K. Dobbins and a couple of them on the offensive line. Evan Ingram at tight end. Um, is a star. He was briefly a superstar, and then the regression hit him uh, in the offseason. Uh, and then two pretty important superstars for this team. Uh, Legereus Sneed at corner is up to 87 overall. He's a superstar. He's got mid-zone KO, short-zone KO. Uh, so, you know, knockouts in certain areas of the field, he's better at those. And at the other corner, C.J. Henderson, also a superstar. Um, and he's got one of his own KOs. Uh, he's a short zone KO uh, and a pick artist. So if he gets an interception, he's got uh, unlimited stamina on the return until he does a juke or breaks a tackle or whatever. Uh, so that's what's going on with the Bengals. Uh, moving on to the Chiefs. The first thing we need to talk about here is Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones at halfback uh, for the Chiefs, I believe he became a superstar last year, or maybe he already was, um, and he's got two superstar ability slots, uh, which at 92 overall, they should both be, they, he should have abilities for both of them, and they're just showing the little padlock thing, uh, which means he doesn't have abilities there. So I don't know why that is. Madden is dumb often, and just can't handle things very well. It has lots of glitches and, and things. So unless there's a reason for this, this should be fixed. Now, the Chiefs should petition uh, the commissioner because the commissioner does have the ability to change uh, abilities for the players. Uh, should should petition, petition the commissioner to give Aaron Jones some abilities. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't have any abilities. I mean, special superstar abilities. Uh, obviously, a very talented player. Um, now, I will say, because the Dolphins uh, already got the luxury of playing against the Chiefs when Aaron Jones did not have any abilities, um, 
then these abilities should not be given to him uh, until he has already completed playing against all the other user games for this season, uh, just to even the playing field for the people playing against the Chiefs. Sorry, Chiefs fans, if you don't like it, um, we should have addressed this earlier. Um, and I will say, Chiefs, stick up for yourself. You know, as soon as you notice this, bring it up to the commissioner and say, hey, I, I think uh, we should take action here. So I'm saying, um, I think action should be taken by the commissioner. Give Aaron Jones his abilities. Um, you know, we probably should determine a fair way to do that. I'm guessing uh, the commissioner goes in and they see a whole range of abilities they could give him. Those should probably be selected randomly uh, with some sort of random generation. Um, but I am, you know, I'm, I'm open to be, I'm open to be persuaded um, that maybe some players could have some input on the abilities he's had. Uh, maybe as a, uh, as compensation for the Chiefs playing a season and a half or you know, by the time this gets remedied, two seasons uh, without abilities for Aaron Jones. Uh, maybe they get to choose one of those abilities, or maybe the commissioner uh, picks three potential abilities and lets the Chiefs choose one of them, and then the other one gets chosen randomly. Uh, all, all of that is our options, but I do think this should be fixed. Uh, we shouldn't just let Aaron Jones continue on uh, locked in as a basically just a normal player when he should have abilities. So, anyway, Aaron Jones, superstar player, should have some abilities. Uh, George Kittle, X-Factor at tight end. Uh, I love George Kittle. What a great player. He's got the yak him up uh, for his X-Factor ability, which means uh, when he enters the zone, he's nearly guaranteed to break his first tackle after the catch. So that's pretty cool. He's a short in elite and he's a route apprentice, so he has four additional hot routes. Those are all pretty great abilities for George Kittle, um, who's just a really good player. Uh, let's see, Tyler Lockett is a superstar at receiver. Uh, Tyler Lockett's another favorite of mine. He's a mid-out elite and a reach for it, so ball carriers with this ability will frequently attempt to gain extra yards while being tackled. Interesting ability for a tiny receiver to have. Uh, seems like a good way to get hurt, but uh, anyway, interesting. And let's see if we got any others for the Chiefs. Justin Reed at free safety is a superstar. This is a 94 speed, six foot one, 200 pound superstar safety. That's a pretty nice thing to have there. And he is a pick artist, so um, uh, unlimited stamina, returning picks, and a strip specialist. So this is a guy that should make plays. Uh, as far as turnovers go, so I believe that's it for the Chiefs. Oh yeah, and then Tyler Torres is a superstar at center uh, in his rookie season. Uh, he's 77 overall, so he has gotten his first ability. Uh, unspun. Blockers with this ability defend against spin pass rush moves as if they had an additional resistance point. So that sounds complicated. I uh, don't know exactly what that means other than try something other than spinning uh, if you're going up against that guy. So that covers the development traits for the Chiefs and the Bengals, and we'll get to the next two on the list next time on the podcast. Uh, as always, thank you for listening, and if you have questions and feedback and 
and comments, you can always uh, contact me or you can leave a message via Anchor. Uh, and it will get played on the show as long as it is uh, silly enough to raise the quality level of this show. So until next time.